Hi, this is Ricky Stewart. And if you want to listen to a Raiders podcast, then you should listen to the official one, Behind the Limelight. Not this rubbish with Flakey Blakey. Hello and welcome to Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And you are listening to the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet, coming to you live from the filthiest, damp, cold storeroom buried somewhere in the heart of Civic, the location of which we will never reveal, will we, Blake? Never. Never. And brought to you with the very dubious support of The Greenhouse, the Canberra Raiders' number one fan forum on the internet. Get online, get engaging with people who love the Canberra Raiders as much as you do and talking about people who love the Canberra Raiders as much as you do. Come in and buy your CDs, your long play records, otherwise known as vinyl, your posters, your clothing, all sorts of paraphernalia from the good people at Landspeed Records because they do love the Canberra Raiders as much as you do. And if you're listening to this podcast, you must love the Canberra Raiders because... I mean, what? Or are you just dialing in to listen we, to people suffer? We've got some very um, angry and impatient listeners out there. Really? Yeah, we've copped a bit of criticism, a bit of flack. We're, we're a day late again this week. Oh, uh, we are. And, yeah, some and, people have been laying the boot in, none more so than um, left curly, right curly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's just say something, mate. Uh, you may be a one-time listener of the week, but you will never ever be a two-time listener of the week. Or so you think, except I like your moxie. <laughs> <laughs> Never, ever. You're going to be one and done like Terry Campese's uh, origin career. Yeah. He's not going to join the distinguished company of the, the two-time listeners of the week. I mean, who's up there? There's Wanda, there's uh, uh, T-Mac. T-Mac. Uh, How could we forget Danny Ando? Danny Ando. Whatever happened to him? I don't know. Don't know yeah. where he's gone. Don't know. Don't know what, what's happened to him. Um, of course, you know, but, you know, I actually disagree. I like left curly, right curly. I like his opinions. I like that he's forthright. I mean, that that's what we all like. It's like our Wollongong truck driver. Highly critical, highly critical. You know, we're just we're giving up our time, our valuable time to do this show when we can, whenever we can, you know. Mm. And listeners should just, they should just be grateful, I think. Really? <laughs> This show okay, is, it's a privilege. Yesterday, yesterday it completely my fault, the reason we're delayed. Um, had a little bit of a complete father and husband failed yesterday. Uh, completely on me. Situation had to be rectified um, because totally to blame. And Blake was ready. Not his fault. Uh, had to pull I even pin. brought the power cord. Yeah, he did. He brought the power cord. That's how special it was. Okay. Totally on me. So you got any complaints, focus them on me. Left curly, right curly. I hear your frustration. Apologies. Uh, it was more important to stay married. Access to this show, <laughs> like I said, it's 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 a it's a privilege. It's not a right. Don't not take us for granted. Privilege. Okay, but you know, privilege not a right. The buy. There's a privilege right there. Well, yeah, was, you got all excited. You know how you said in the last episode there was two points. Well, we didn't yeah, get but two I thought points. everyone's no, getting two points. I mean, what's the point if everyone's well, getting two points? Exactly. So yeah. so. Why just not have points exactly, which is yeah, what right, they did. Right. Well, but there's, there's it wasn't a buy. It wasn't a buy. There was no incidents. The boys had a week off. No incidents. No injuries. No pubs. No punches thrown. No online incursions. Nothing. No injuries. Well, Curtis Scott's. We've banished him to Sydney, so he's. I don't he's, know. he's in lockdown. Yeah. Well, I don't know where that is. Um, White and Papa got through the origin uninjured, and you know what. I think the number one thing that Papa did for Queensland in that match was run as a decoy. The amount of times I saw him running through where if he'd actually given him the ball, he was a chance of scoring, and they used him as a decoy and went out the back again and, and again and again. Um, I'm, I'm not surprised he's uninjured because I'm not sure how many carries he had, but it was he had far, quite less, a few. far less than he should have had. He had quite a few. 
you can guarantee that Josh Hodgson would have been given that 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 crash yeah, ball he many, wasn't, he, many more times. He wasn't. He wasn't. No, I I think he did made a difference to Queensland, especially in that first ten minutes. Massively. It wasn't. He wasn't there. There. Worst player by any means. No, but, look, um, the difference between Queensland losing by 50 points and, and losing by 24 was the fact that the forward pack was so much better because Christian Welsh didn't get injured. And yeah, he was, great. he was there. So he was great. It was good. Um, Jack Whiten loved his celebration after the side won, and he also didn't get injured. So high points there. Well, he was only on the field for like six minutes or five minutes. Or... High point, didn't get injured. Yeah. Fantastic. Got his 30 grand. That's the important thing. I don't think they're getting thirty grand, man. Is it? Haven't you heard all this stuff? Seven hundred fifty dollars a day. That's not doesn't equate to thirty grand. I think they're on reduced reduced money this year for Origin. Really? Anyway, I don't know. Someone will know. Someone will tell us. Yeah, you're well, wrong. It, you're wrong. It, it was thirty grand last I knew. Yeah, Mind that you, was pre. It was going to be a COVID. seventy-five grand fine for having Xavier Savage on the field, and all of a sudden it comes across as five grand. Yeah, but you just pulled that seventy-five no, grand no, no, figure out of your what, ass. That's when um, the and that's Broncos lost the you, point and they got their fine. It was seventy-five grand. That's why I said to you, I, I really struggled to believe it was seventy-five grand. Well, and I, you, I was wrong. I was wrong. There's another fifty cents <laughs> I owe you. All right, fifty cents I owe you. You got that one wrong. Um, other good news during the buy is Seb, Chris, Semi Valame, and Xavier Savage all have re-signed. So you were very concerned about these. Yes, things. that was my my recent... three dominoes fallen. There you go. Yeah. So the only other one we're waiting on at the moment is um, Harley Smith Shields. Yeah. And then beyond that. The players that are unsigned are Sam Williams, still mm-hmm. um, the Schumann, Matt Frawley, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know. Maybe there's a couple of others. The Schumann. It's <laughs> just a dreadful name. Do you think that one up yourself or someone else? <laughs> just came with it just yeah, then. Just came with it just then. Now I've got some mail that uh, there is some interest in young Gareth Widdop. It's well, apparently we've we're very interested because um, yeah, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. I Why mean, not? What have we got to lose? I mean, if the price is right, what have we got to lose? His family's in um, in down in Wollongong. Yeah, um, we've had he's Scott gonna Logan. Be, he's going to be he's going to be thirty three. Yeah, I know, but he's going to be thirty three. He doesn't and... smoke, unlike uh, Jason Smith. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have any other dodgy habits, unlike Jason. The Smith. games, the games, are a lot fun. I don't as as great as Jason Smith was at, at, at playing the game to his tempo and everything else. I think he would struggle under the the way the games played. All I'm saying is, what do we have to lose? Oh, I think I think I think he's a great option just for a year until until um, Schneider well, comes because up. Or if you look at who the halves that are left on the market now at this point, I mean it's it's really between Gareth Widdop, Anthony Milford, Corey Norman, Ash Taylor. Um, what's his name that was from the Storm and went to the Broncos? Oh, Croft. Yeah. So there's not much. There's not much left out there. Oh, but of the ones you're describing there, Widdop's definitely the one I'd go with. Yeah, well, because the others... Are, I'd still have Milford. Back, well, for yeah. a start, too, let's not forget that Widdop has played with Whitehead and Hodgson. A little bit. Played with them? Yeah, a little he's, bit. He's played with them. He knows of them. It's not like... it's not, and, and Scott Logan, as you rightly pointed out, commuted from Wollongong to play for the Raiders, and that worked out just fine. In fact... Scott Logan was great. He and was. I, I, when he when he left, our side was poorer for it. He was a really good um, front row forwards, one of the finer signings um, that was made in that period. In the Fernet era. Yeah. No, but no, he was pre that, wasn't he? He was nah, in the Elliott fair. era, wasn't he? Mm, I don't know. I thought he was in the A3. Maybe he was in the... Um, in the um, he came out of Eastern Suburbs, I remember that. Yeah, he went to England. So he was, he, was, he was at the Roosters, he was at Souths, he went to the UK and we brought him back from the UK. He yeah, came that's back right. from the UK and came back to us. No, yeah, maybe it was later. Yeah. Because, no, I think Scott Logan was a great signing. I still think he was a great Raider, so it was good. But I think Gareth Widdop, I, I don't mind that idea at all. 
I'm with it. For a starter, I don't think he's a douchebag. No. You're with it for Widdop? I am with you're it down. for Widdop. I'm down for Widdop. It all comes down to how we're going to play as well next year. I think we need to drastically rethink the way we're playing the game. I think we if, if still... the rules stick as they are, absolutely. Our team was built for a different set of rules. And we're still trying to play the, the, the old rules. And yeah, it's just, we're not getting, we're not going to score enough points. You know, you can't restrict, we can't just restrict teams to, to low scores. We need to score more points. We've got to find ways to score more points. Mm, we're not going mm. to win 18-12 anymore. And when the new rules were brought in, who do we think was going to be the most adversely affected? Who were the new rules almost brought into counter? I would argue it was the Melbourne Storm. Mm. And the Melbourne Storm in the period, you know, they struggled that first game mm. post-lockdown against us. But since yep. then they went away and they adapted their style. Yeah. And, you know, they've absolutely killed it. But the thing I watch... And with, and with multiple injuries constantly. And the next man up keeps working for yeah, them. Yeah, but also they play to a system. Whereas we don't seem to play to a system at the moment. You look at Storm, Roosters, Penrith. In attack, there's people in motion constantly, different angles. We're playing generally a bit like Queensland the other night. And it's like, pass it to this guy. Okay, you have a go. You see what you can do. Next guy, you have a go. You try and do something. And this doesn't work. Yeah, we're back to the 09 Raiders. It was yeah. a bit depressing back then, wasn't it? But there's a lot of talent in the side. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent in the side. But um, we've got the Titans match coming up this weekend. Yeah, and um, there's some big changes. There are some team. big changes, and uh, maybe we should just let Danny Stewart take from here. <coughs> yeah, this is Danny Stewart, the uh, half brother of the uh, Canberra's coach, Reedy Stewart. <coughs> well, today I'm going to come off my long run. Uh, <clears throat> and I've had an absolute fucking gutful of people that uh, want to bag a Raiders legend. <clears throat> uh, that Raiders legend I'm referring to is, of course, uh, the prodigal son, Jared Croker. A man that uh, played 284 games for the club and scored uh, 2,192 points for the club. <clears throat> Yet yesterday afternoon, I see people online that... Uh, uh, all they want to do is bag the bloke and uh, stick the boot in. <coughs> yeah, you might not agree with Matty Tomoko being dropped, but uh, if you call yourself a Raiders fan, uh, you'll get beyond the bloke and uh, hope all the best for Jared because uh, he's bled green for 12 years and uh, deserves a bit of RSPECT from uh, some Raiders fans out there. And uh, if you call yourself a Raiders fan and you want to fucking bag the bloke, uh, put a mirror at the end of your bed and wake up his heels. <coughs> yeah, if I'm not mistaken, one of the uh, people... That uh, Ray Jarrett off earlier in the year was one of the lunar hosts in there, uh, Blake. <coughs> uh, I believe uh, he said that Jared might not play another game in first grade. Well, uh, Jared has a little message for you, mate, and uh, that's uh, get that one up here yeah, because uh, I'm not going anywhere. So, in your face, Blake, <laughs> in your face. Uh, look, I said at the time I wasn't hoping that he never played first grade again for the Raiders. I just thought it was it was likely, and look. Even the last few weeks... Hang on, hang on. You should, shouldn't... you While you're doing this, you should have this noise going... Ee, 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 while you're reversing up. Well, that noise is normally coming. That noise is normally in the back of most episodes. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on. <laughs> anyway, it's good. The captain is back. J-Rad Droker. But there's a bit of controversy. A lot of people, Raiders fans, are very upset that he has come back into the side. At the expense of the player who arguably has been the brightest spark about the Raiders in the last few weeks, Matt Tomoko. I hear what you say. I hear what you say, but it's Jared Croker. 
I guess the argument that people will make, and uh, Croker's come back into the side on the left, which then has meant that... Uh, Seb Chris. Seb Chris has gone from the left to the right. Maybe Seb Chris should have been the one to to miss out. I guess it's debatable. It's debatable. Seb Chris has done well this year. I he could have gone he, to the he's bench. A, he's a bigger body. He could have gone to the bench and had more... Um, you know, has come on and played back row and also given us that and backs look, cover. And you know that there's still lots of room for those moves to be done. But you say this every week and it never happens. No, there's always at least one from the bench onto the... the no, the not thing. really. Every the days week. of the days of the smokescreen uh, are largely over. Oh, well, look, my my issue in this one is is nothing to do with Jared Cronker being back. On your Jared Cronker. Crocker. Crocker. Yeah, sorry, Crocker. Um, oh, he's back. both. He's both. Cronker, he's Crocker. Crocker, Cronker and Croker. It's all good. Jason. Um, yeah, Jason. <laughs> um, is that they've got the Titans. They've got AJ Brimson. Uh, they've got Corey Thompson. They've got Kevin Proctor. And they've got Sam Lissone all coming back. All their players made it through Origin without a, without a scratch on them. And I'm starting to look at their side and thinking to myself, how do we beat them? They've, mm. got, they've got attack left, right and centre over there. They, they put the young, young um, Preston Campbell's kid down into the reserves. Yeah. And he was dangerous. And if they're putting that thing down into the reserves, you know, what else they've got? I mean, there, there's there's other other aspects that I, I'm worried about. But the, the, the key thing here is you go through their side, you've got Tino up front. Aaron Clark's now locking the scrum instead yeah. of in Mitch Rain. But Jared Wallace on the other side, that's a very good front row. you got um, David... Yeah, hooker, not locking the scrum. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Hooker, that's yeah. right. Um, you've got David Fafita in the second row with Kevin Proctor. I mean, that's... The proctologist. The proctologist, and he is. <laughs> Let's face it, we've all seen the vision of him trying to insert his... Well, no, he wasn't going for the, no. the thing. He was, he he was, was going egg the, farming. He was going the front bottom. Yeah, he was egg farming on, on his his mate, Jordan Rapiner. I know, you know, high school. High school go, mate. Going for the meat and two veg. Um, then you've got Tyron Peachy locking the scrum, who's... Good know, player. He's good a player, very good player. And fits the mould of the modern lock. When he I was talking about us needing to look where we're going reinventing. I think we need to really look at how we're using the lock position. Which is what, and, and, and I think you're right, and I think there's a person in our side who's been underperforming and could fit that mould very, very nicely. And uh, that would be Jack Whiten. Yeah. That's where I see it. Like, he can do, he tackles like a brick, like he absolutely smashes people when he does it. He's got the fitness to stay around the entire match. And he's also got that speed and ability to really do something. I mean, Elliot Yo is is sitting in the lock spot for Penrith. Isaiah. Isaiah, yeah. So is, Isaiah Yo is sitting in the lock spot. Well, that's what I mean. That's the modern. Jack can outdo that. That's well, he's the ball. He does the ball, but that's the modern lock blueprint. Yeah. And uh, Victor Radley ball plays as well, and yeah. you know Cameron Murray. They're they're so they're the blueprint. There. The question is, who are you putting into six if you do it? Yeah, exactly. That's that's the question. It's robbing Peter to pay Paul, but I won't be surprised if that's where it goes. Because I still want, I still we think, saw Laurie Daly and Jack to pull back. both play thirteen during their career for extended periods at rep level. We saw them both play at thirteen. Breath and Astor. Oh yes, a magnificent thirteen. <laughs> uh, in the halves, they've got uh, Jamal Fogarty, who really owes us one. Um, Ash Taylor, who is playing for a contract, that's always worrying. You got Herbert and Kelly in the centres, who have given us trouble before. Um, Sammy on one wing. Kelly's, Corey oh, Kelly, I think, is an underrated player. Yeah, I think he is. Because he's not, he's not that big, but he's he's strong and he's he's dangerous. Yeah, he's yeah, dangerous. No, he came on, I think, a couple of years ago that game, and yeah. he, he looked. He, he did, looked. Did he not score a try. That I don't know. That was the game. I think he did. He did. He scored that one. One of the tries where it was grounded, and they ran us down right at the 
Red at the death. Well, I'm thinking the one here just before, well, right on the start of COVID uh, last year. Yeah. Um, and that was the one where Jack Whiten scored two tries yeah. just running at Ash Taylor post the line. Yeah, and that, yeah, obviously, true. that's what he's got to do. Well, Take yeah, he does. Uh, we've got Corey Thompson, who, albeit small in everyone's eyes, too small to do things. He he's brilliant. He always has a 100% go. He's brilliant. AJ Brimson at the back, we've all seen what he can do. they got Brett Thurmore, Sam Lissone, uh, Fadawaka, and Jolliffe on the bench. Um, Fadawaka, Queensland's best in the first state of origin. Yeah, well, it wasn't hard to be Queensland's <laughs> best in the first state of origin. Where we've got Dinamis Louie, Josh Hodgson, uh, Josh Papali'i in the front row. Good front row. Uh, we got Elliot Whitehead and Corey Hardaway-Nida in the second row. Good second row. Corey's been great. Um, Elliot is the other one, and I actually saw someone post this on the greenhouse, and I have to agree, I don't know who it was. But Elliot is another one you could look at at maybe going to lock and playing that because he's not really, he doesn't really, he's not really a hit up forward, is he? He's, he's more of a playmaker. He's more of a playmaker. Well, and, at the and that's what I'm saying. That's what the modern lock is. Yeah, you know, we've gone from the days of the lock being your Sean Fensoms and your Dallas Johnsons, where you just tackle yeah, yeah. everything, tackle and, everything in the moves, yeah. and and you don't have a lot in offence. Then, sort of on the back of like Sam Burgess and people like that, it was the lock was just your prop that could play yeah, yeah. longer you, minutes. Jason Tamalolo. Yeah, and well, he's we're still we're still in that mode. Having a Ryan Sutton or someone, we're still just playing a prop. Yeah. Whereas I think we've got to evolve with the game. Yeah, maybe. But and they're talking about Ryan Sutton at lock. He's at lock. Yeah. Uh, got Sammy Williams playing his two, uh, 100th game for the club. 100th game, sorry. Full stop. He's, Full stop. No, 100th game in the NRL. Yes. Because he's played more than 100 games. And he's played a bunch in Super League as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a couple of stints. Yeah. This is, you know, this is his third stint at the Raiders. Yes, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm across that fact. It's amazing. I know. I know. <laughs> I am across that fact. So 100 fact. games for, for, you know... It's quite remarkable. And well done, you know, Sam. He's... I don't think... Like I said on the last week's show, I don't think he's ever going to deliver his premiership. But an incredible servant and uh, just just a great guy to have around the joint. And Since the 2011, when he, when he joined on, right, when he started playing first grade, um, he has played for our club 95 games. This will be his 96th game for the Raiders. Uh, yep. It'll be his 100th game overall. But only four of those games were played with another club and that was with St. George Illawarra in 2014. Yeah. They actually signed him, I think, you know, he was he was like a a reasonable signing for them, but then they, they barely yeah, he barely figured. Yeah, well and he's played the... he's played thirty six games for both uh Catalans and then Wakefield Trinity. Um so, you know, he had two runs over there and, you know, did all right. Well he got an offer another offer to go back for this season but decided to stay. We're, and I Same think that's camera. the thing. I think there's yeah, there's things going on here. And but well done to you, Sammy. Well done, Sammy. And, and you get to celebrate your hundredth uh, game by having David Fafita running at your game. So, so congratulations! Yeah, look on forward that. to that. Look forward to that, mate. Enjoy. It'll be fun. We got Seb, Chris, and Jared Cronker. Oh, sorry, Jason Cronker in the second. Crocker. In, in, in Crocker, sorry, um, in the centres. Then we got Sammy, the recently re-signed uh, Sammy Velamai. As well very, as... very pleased. He's re-signed for three years. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, what does Seb Chris re-sign for? Uh, I think two or yeah, two yeah, or three. Yeah. Well, also good. And so it's Harley Smith Shields we're waiting on now. Yes. And of course, Xavier Savage was the other one. Xavier and Savage. he's I think he's re-signed for two years. I was watching the um, images of him um, doing the 100 metres race in um, uh, the Queensland under-16s. Yeah. That's what I was saying. That's where the hype started from. Unbelievably yeah. fast. Yeah. 
Um, then we got Jordan Rapiner on the other wing, and now is he up to 150 games? 150 games for the Raiders. Um, no, is it uh, overall, overall? But four of them are for the Gold Coast Titans. Is it only four? Yeah, it's it not was, many. It was very little. Yeah, he basically burst on the scene as an 18-year-old mm. um, at the Gold Coast Titans. Mm. Then he went on a Mormon mission for a couple of years. Yeah, and then he was sort of in no man's land. He was cutting hair in Canberra. He was. He was. He tried and out. That for the was Brumbies. while he was trying for the Brumbies. Yeah, at that stage I think he was. He was Western Force. He never played a game for the Brumbies. No, but they were. That was what he was attempting at that point. Yes. But then, um, yeah. Fortunately, someone had the bright, bright sense. Uh, I believe it, Donny Ferner, to uh, pick him up. Mm. And uh, the rest of history has been fantastic. Bailey Simonson's back at fullback. I think we've all been happy with that so far. You've got to say he's had a good year, hasn't he, Jordan uh, Rappiner? Yeah, he has. I mean, some people were death Some people at the beginning of the season didn't think he should be in the side. I mean, can you imagine such a person to say such a thing? What sort of idiot? Has, has there been anyone that's tried harder for the Raiders this no, year? No, what sort of idiot would even make that call? I just don't know. Idiots. Uh, <clears throat> Tom Starling at 14. Emre Gould hasn't played. A, hasn't played a lot of minutes. No, he hasn't. Um, see a solid. Uh, look, I think if uh, something's wrong with Saliva Havili, I don't know what what's going on there, but I can't imagine that he wouldn't be up in the side. And there's something I don't know what it is, but he's been on the reserves bench for the New South Wales Cup. Really? Yeah. Oh, so he's I'd, staying at lock. I I haven't looked, looked that closely, but Trevelyan, Trevelyan. There, there may be an injury issue there. Well, there's no know. New South Wales Cup anyway this week, or presumably for a couple of weeks. Is it Trey Mooney? No, he's playing at, at nah, lock. Yeah. Um, and then you've got uh, Sia Soliola, Old Man Soliola, and Joe Tarpane on the bench. Um, and Tarp's then, got a lift. Yeah, that's right. And then you get to got everyone's favourite segment, the extended bench. Who's on the extended bench? So for the Raiders, we got Matt Tomoko, number 18 jersey, still smoky to come back in. <sighs> Controversial. I guess he'll be 18th man. Yeah, I'd say. And then you've got uh, Hudson Young in the 19. He's back on he's, the he's, bench. He's, he's, slowly, he's slowly crawling his way back he into is. the 17, isn't he? you got the shoe man, Matt Frawley. Who's the sho- oh, Matt Frawley. Yeah, Matt Frawley, the shoe man. <laughs> From Fra- Frawley Shoes. 20. You just made that before. And Ryan James in the 21. And then for the You think Gold Ryan Coast, James, if there was ever a game to pick Ryan James, it would be against the Titans. You would think you that, think he'd you? be fired up. You'd think yeah. he'd actually maybe have a go, be fired then, up. You've got Sam. He's been a dud signing, but you have to admit. Oh, I've been saying say... that for a long time. I know you're not going to say anyone's been a dud signing or anything or anything remotely critical. No, I'm annoyed or... with Curtis Scott signing. Yeah, but this is the thing. You wait until someone is such an obvious soft target, like a Josh Dugan or a Brett Kelly or a Jason Bulgarelli, and then you'll just buddy, kick them when they're already on the ground dead. I didn't wait for Josh Dugan to be a soft target. You'll wait till they're, till, till they're on the ground and they're, they're you know, stop it, he's already dead. You'll never have a go at anyone when they're, you know... All right, from... also, continuing on the extended bench, you've got Sam McIntyre. He's played 19 games, second row, 190 centimetres. Is this for the Raiders? Kilos. No, this is for bloody oh, Gold Coast. I was going to say, never heard of him. Then you've got Mitch Rain. Well, we all know who he is. Yeah. Um, he's on the extended bench. And then we got uh, young Preston's boy, Jaden Campbell. I think if you've watched him, the kid's got a future. Oh, yeah, if he was playing... If he was playing against us, I'd, I'd back him for two tries. Oh, if he was down here, he'd be playing first grade. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally, I'd back him for that. And, and so he could still be a smoke come up. Look, I think on that basis, just for the fact of the, the massively higher amount of first grade experience that's there, you have to give the extended bench to the Canberra Raiders this week, wouldn't you say? But on the Titans versus the Raiders, what I'm worried is the Titans have an average score of 22.8 points for and 29 points against. So they have a minus game differential of 6.2 points, right? But they've been hammered by sides. Whereas... Their issue this season has not been um, a different to us. 
there she has not been an inability to score points. It's the inability it's the, to stop people. So yes. we're coming up again, the side that can't stop people scoring <laughs> with the side that's having trouble scoring. And so it's going to be very, very interesting how could that be like, It could be like an old school score. It could be, could be because the Raiders four. average 19.8 scored a game, but 24.5 again. So the Raiders' defense is better, but their attack is worse. I think it's a bad time to come up against the Titans as well. because I think it's dreadful because, because they just got smacked. I know, and... Seemingly, when we come up against teams, like case in point, the Dragons two weeks ago, we come up against teams that have uh, copped a bit of a, a pasting. Yeah. They bounce back. They do. Conversely, it doesn't seem to matter what has happened to us the previous week. Mm. Or maybe we do bounce back, but only for the first half. Yeah, I don't know. It's not good, but they, we've both how lost many points, eight of our last ten matches. How many points, we have that in common. How many points would we have to be up at halftime on this Saturday? Would you... Required a field nineteen. Oh, I, I'm saying twenty four. I'm saying nineteen. We're up by nineteen. We win the match. What was the most we're up against the Dragons? Fourteen. Yeah, it was fourteen points to six. So we're no, up twenty. We're, we're, 20 up, to we're six. up twelve nil. And then we're then up twenty were 12, to six. No, 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 no. It was twelve six. They got that try. Then we scored and went to eighteen. To no, we didn't convert it. We went to sixteen six. We were 20 to 6 at one point. Yeah, then we scored a try. It was 20. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, maybe it was. We, no, we scored. Yeah, after half time, went from 16 to 6, went to 26 when Tarpanay scored. It wasn't converted, and then they ran that down. But maybe. The last time they beat us um, was uh, Connie Hurrell scoring that try right at the yeah, end. Yeah, that was, that was we, 2018, wasn't it? Yeah, they ran down 24 points to 6 in that yeah, match. Yeah, that was bad. That was horrible. That was, that was, was it the first match of the season? That was find a rope and a beam sort of stuff there. That was not well, quite there playing about the Panthers in Bathurst, but pretty bad. There were um, three or four years in a row, it seemed, that we played yeah. Titans round one. Yeah, That was the glamour fixture. The glamour fixture. Everyone was looking for it. But, um, it was like Roosters. But that was one of those matches South. where there were so many opportunities for the referees to have put the Titans out of that match, and they didn't take it. Proctor, in spite of the fact it was report, nothing happened to him um, for going egg farming. Um, and then within that match, there was like three blatant fouls and four. It passes wasn't put. On, I don't think it was. I mean, there's no point. He got. A, he got. He got a letter for contrary conduct. Yeah, but I don't think he got put on report. At, I think that's a match review committee. I don't think he got put on report at the time. No, that's right, match review. But yeah. like he should have. Like that was. Like, but they saw it. It was clear as day. Nowadays, if you came back and you saw that in the current era, he'd just be sent off flat. Oh, who knows. Oh, well, you got it when you, go, when you when you go when you go the, the block and tackle when you go the block and tackle when you go for the meat and two veg when you go for you know the trouser snake that's the lowest of the low. I mean, I remember all those years ago. Um, what was the bloody front row forward who hopped around the club? Martin Bella having a go at um, Bradley Clyde, punch him in the face, and the thing it was like, well, and the response was, well, maybe if he didn't grab his goalies. Yeah, do you remember Roy Hachi's name for Martin Bella? No, it was a squirrel gripper. Yeah. Maybe if he didn't grab his ghoulies, he wouldn't have punched you repeatedly in the face. Um, so maybe uh, put that in. But um, now you got to look at, who's got to lift? Ooh. Where's my backing vocals, Oh, man? sorry, man. It I was used trying to, to be read. about the music. I was trying to read. I was trying to read who's got, who's got to lift. Jack. Clearly, Jack. It's Every Jack. week. It's Jack. Every well, week. I'm going to keep saying it until it happens. <laughs> Every week. It is Jack. Every week. Soon to be. Do you think he'll get um, picked for Blues number six? I think he will. I think it will go Luai to seven, <coughs> Jack to six. Because Jack has done the hard yards. 
Well, he just got he just Brad. got picked in the in the speculative kangaroos side. That made no sense. It's that's supposed to be on form. Have they been watching? Have they been watching him play? They watch him get brushed by Jack Bird repeatedly against the Dragons. Yeah, I saw that. That that just made no sense to me at all. It was the in form. Yeah, picked on the bench. I mean, you have him on the bench, I guess, because he's he's. He's versatile. He but. is versatile. He is versatile. But he has to stand up in that spot. He has to stand up as the team leader and the attacking focus of the side. He has to. There is no other way this season goes any way upwards unless Jack Whiten stands up and says, a la Terry Campisi in, in 2008 when bloody Todd Carney sacked, I'm the guy. Follow me, boys. Exactly. He's got to watch, like I said, Tom Trevojevic. Mm. The guy demands the ball. The guy's everywhere. You know, he can't just be playing as a six and just stuck out in the left edge there. No. You have to go in, you know, get the damn ball, run it, call it. Sammy Williams comes off the field. For whatever you say about Sammy, his voice is hoarse for yelling at people where they need to be, what they need to do, how they need to do it. You know, I'm not even sure if Jack's said anything during the match. No. You know, and, and that's the thing. Come on, Jack. Lift! Lift. It's time. Let's... You gotta lift, man. Lift. Look, and it's been a while since we talked to our our friend the shark. So, you know, maybe we should have a listen to what he's got to say. See what he's got to say. Alright, what's up? Alright, sorry I missed last week. I was just uh you know, doing other stuff. I needed a mental health week because uh, you know, I'm not a fucking sadist. So you know, I can't do this to myself every week like Blake and the pork and Whoever else is on this show, I forget. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, I wasn't even really going to go to this game this weekend, but I am now because um, I was originally going to go to the Leeton New South Wales Art Deco Festival. That seemed like a much more manageable way to spend my Saturday than to watch uh, Jared Croker take Matt Tomoko's spot in the lineup for some reason. I know that earlier in the season I was, uh, I was saying you don't bench your, your captain like that. But it doesn't seem like he's really the captain anymore. doesn't seem like anyone's a captain. So I don't understand why we're not blooding the youth in a season that is truly in the toilet. So, uh, we'll see how it goes. Probably won't go well, but <laughs> that's me, ever the optimist. Well, go you Raiders, and I'll see you Saturday. If you see me and I'm looking chagrin, hand me a beer. Make sure you're wearing your mask, though, um, or I will call the police and email your boss. I love you. Goodbye. And good on you. I disagree. I, I, dis- I disagree. Oh, I think he's got some very valid points there. I think he's got some very valid... You're just always against him because he's American. You've got something against the Americans, don't you, mate? That's why you want to spell ass the, <laughs> the incorrect way, A-R-S-E, when it's clearly A-double-S. You know, you're just against the Americans. Have you noticed that in this country, you can go off, you have a go at anybody's ethnicity, people will be straight down your throat, but you can have a willing go at anything American whatsoever, and no one blinks an oh, eye. Oh, what about Kiwis? You can have a go at them as well. Yeah, but that's different. That's different. They're, they're like our... Congratulations dad. to New Zealand for winning the, um, yeah, the well, inaugural yeah. Test Cricket Championship. Impressive, and really good um, that it wasn't either of the other sides that were in it because I find them both interminable. And whereas the Kiwis will probably give us grief for a fair while about it, at the end of the day, it wasn't us they were beating, so that makes it more manageable. Um, And secondly, they were the underdog taking out the overdogs. And that is, if nothing else, a very Australian tradition. And, And very appropriate for the seventh state of Australia to actually have achieved it. Titans this week in Canberra. It's a win, forget about that. It's the start of Canberra's brand new run to the finals and to premiership glory. I've got a good feeling about this. A really, really, really good feeling. And do you know why? Because I've just been vaccinated. 
vaccinated against the bullshit of our opposition who are no good vaccinated against the Raiders being rubbish and vaccinated against all of the off-field drama. Here it comes, baby. Here it comes for the rest of the year. I am positive, testing positive for Raiders fucking fever. Bring it on. Um, so... What are we going to now? Ask Clown of the Week! <laughs> Once more, and this is amazing, Blake and I are completely agreed. Uh, Josh Dugan. Blake, preach. Josh Dugan. I mean, it's sad. It's sad. He's broken lockdown. He's got a $25,000 fine. Uh, the saddest thing about this is actually, um, I've been in touch with Josh recently. Mm-hmm. He reached out to me. He did. I got a call. Uh, and surprisingly enough, it was Josh. Really? Turns out we got a few mutual friends. We sort of, we're similar vintage. We both grew up in Canberra. He yeah. grew up on the main streets of Tuggeranong. I grew up on the rough streets of Campbell. Um, and yeah, we got in touch. And he, he, do you know what he said to me? The Campbell Badlands? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't Two, know. 2601. Yeah, no, I was yeah. in the West Belt Compton Badlands. <laughs> 2614. Uh, anyway. Uh, he got in touch. Watangra was a very, very nasty place. I'm sure it was. I just want you I'm to sure know. I'm sure it was. Some uh, people only had one Mercedes. <laughs> he, he got in touch and he said he said to me he's, the Sharks have told him they don't want him anymore mm. yeah, he's, he's, it's rough he's, he's eight $900,000 a year contract's coming to an end mm-hmm. but he's starting to think about his life post football and he, what he said to me is he wants to move back to Canberra right so he said he reached out um, he wants to spin the discs yeah well no no he, 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 just, he just wants a, a simple life back in Canberra but he wants to come back through the Raiders and he said I understand you host a very popular Canberra Raiders podcast. The third most popular. Yeah, well, he thought it was the most popular, but I said, no, no, it's actually, it's actually the third most popular. Although and you have been finding things online that's been indicating otherwise. Is that true, Blarko? Well, I we're, digress. We're, anyway, we're, go back to Josh. We're, we're moving up. We're moving up. I mean, don't blame me. Blame Google. Um, back to Josh. Yeah, he, he wants to, he wants to come back to Canberra. Mm-hmm. So he said, I understand you're, you're, you know, have a very powerful voice amongst the fans. Can you start putting in a good word for me? And that's what I mean. I've been subtly trying to do the last couple of weeks. Trying Excellent. to say, hey, maybe, you know, how would you guys think about Josh coming back? I've been working on you. You've started, you were coming around to the idea. Oh, no, no, no. Um, and... <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Sorry, I'm sorry if I gave you that impression. No, no, um, no. No, they're, they're, I don't. I can't think of an ex-Canberra player I hold in lower esteem. He said to me, he said to me, you're in touch with Ricky, aren't you? I said, well, I do speak to his half-brother, Danny, mm. on a regular basis. You so do. I could get it's Danny true. to put in a good word yep. to Ricky. And so things things were starting to, starting to come together. And, and so... Dukes, he wanted to come back to Canberra. He's actually thought about his um his post football career. He, you know that painting job he had. Oh yes. uh, yeah, he had that painting job lined up again. Yep. To start again. Yep. Um, and you know he said to me, he wanted, rooftop painting. Yeah, yeah, he said he wanted he wanted, he wanted to come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He wanted to come back to uh, to Canberra and, and just be able to walk down the street and not people you know ridiculing Throw mocking at him. He wanted to be able to. He said to me, I want to walk through the Hyperdome. I mean, this is how long. It's, it's been, been it's been, been away, yeah. Yeah, he didn't he didn't realise it's not called the Hyperdome anymore. What is it he called said, now? It's South Point. South uh, Point. He said, I wanted to walk through the Hyperdome without someone yelling at, Hey dudes, go have another Bacardi Breezy, you dickhead. And yeah, they weren't even Bacardi Breezes. No. They it were was a pineapple off. cruiser. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, people just don't think about but the anyway, damage they the, do. The, the, I'm going to have to ring him. I'm going to have to ring him um, after we finish recording the show and let him know that, yeah, it's, he's blown it. He's blind. He's not. He's the club won't have him now. After his latest indiscretion, it just seems he doesn't learn. He doesn't learn from his mistakes. Who would have thought? Yeah, he just Who doesn't learn. Who would have thought? He always seems like, like the best he's, of the It's brightest. like he's just doesn't want to play by the rules. He just has this arrogant just desire just to uh, do his own thing. Surly and... looks after one person. That's Surly. 
Yeah. Anyway, apparently he, uh, there was an article saying that he thinks that even if no one wants him in the NRL, he'll be right because he'll just head off to Japanese rugby for big bucks. But mm. do they really want a busted 32-year-old, heavily tattooed troublemaker in Japanese rugby? Isn't that whole thing in Japan, they're very anti-tattoos? I don't know. No, they are. They're very anti because the tattoos are a symbol of the Yakuza. Right. So normal people don't have a whole bunch of tattoos like that. So And all the Japanese rugby teams are actually owned by corporations. You know, it's the Panasonic oh, yes. Wild Knights and the Fujitsu something else or others and the Toyota Tornadoes. And yeah, apparently they, they go for very much a corporate look. And that's kind of, I don't think he's going to get a gig there. So No, no, no. It's a shame. Well, it's a good thing that he has so many skills and other skills and talents to fall back on. I mean, loyalty, um, industriousness, um, commitment. All these things will stand him in good stead after football. But yeah, no, a, a unanimous Ask Clown of the Week, and this has happened quite a few times this year, mm. so that's that's very odd. Um, Listener of the Week, we've got a special one this week, and it's a special call-out. We think it's a two-time, we're not sure, because once more my spreadsheet's not up to date, mostly because I'm not going to make a spreadsheet. But uh, it's your own, our own, very own uh, Green Eye, GE, from the, uh, the, the no one, Forum. No one has done more... Mm. For the Canberraiders fan community and this guy, he the, no the, the greenhouse is such a serious commitment. He had to retire from his his actual job, yeah, uh, just to focus solely on the green yeah. the greenhouse yeah, and yeah. the, and the, the he's many had trials and tribulations. And, and if you think you've ridden the highs and lows, no, no, no. There's only one person I know of associated with the Raiders who hasn't actually played for them or coached them that has ridden more highs and lows than GE. Victor the Viking. Victor the Viking. Tony Wood is the only person I know. I've got to tell you, at halftime in the prelim against Souths, he was so upset, he was so stressed, I was actually worried for his health. Because I thought he had a heart I was, attack before. I thought I was worried and upset at halftime, and then I saw Tony and all the players saw him, and no one, everyone knew why they were playing and what they had to do. So this guy doesn't have another heart attack. He like it was like it was everything. It was absolutely everything. To speaking him. of Victor, we should get back to to G. Green. Oh yes, but yes. Speaking of Victor, um, yeah, he won't be appearing at the game against the Titans. No, I think they've gone back to the whole. Yeah, yeah, no, we Project back, Apollo. Um, I'm behind a fence on the side of the field. Um, you know, they're going to throw me a fish every now and then, and I have to clap like a like a. Seal. Which side? Which side? I oh, know it's all, everyone's still around. Yeah, it's, it's not that exactly. Exactly. Whatever what, happened to our cutout, man? I went out there to look for our cutout. I don't think they ever made it. I don't think they made it either. I think you just gave money and they refused to do it. It's probably yeah. because it was Link Hartog. Is <laughs> probably why. There but, were. I went out there because I thought was it a licensing thing? But I went out when I actually went to try and find our one at 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 the uh, Raiders Center in Belconnen. There were a whole bunch of like pets and like Disney characters and but, stuff. Uh, so. But at least at least the money went to the club, right? No, right. I think a small portion went to charity. Oh, that's just a dreadful. small portion went to charity. Yeah, it was quite sad. The actual dad to go there, um, collected. There was it was raining, and they just had them all just piled up there in the rain, and yeah, kind of sad and unloved. Yeah, well, of course, it's 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 one of those strange relics of things where you think, my God, that actually happened. Yeah, that cut out. Someone came up with that, and it was a blast of an idea for a second. But you know that it was no, then. it was good. Someone was in in Japan or something. Yeah, but anyway, but GE, GE, he suffers the slings and arrows of outrageous misfortune constantly. Um, and he keeps backing up week after week and making sure that that forum is up there and is re- and and <clears throat> not just that but representing you know the voice of the the Raiders, um supporter as well if not better than anyone else does and so while we may be a bit flippant in our sponsorship from the greenhouse it it actually means a lot to us 
that we are affiliated with the greenhouse because uh, they existed a long time before we did, and they'll probably exist a long time. Do you know after how long I've, how long I've been a member of the greenhouse for? I'm one of the probably longest serving members that's least active in posting. Well, I've actually been a member of the greenhouse since 2005. Nice. And uh, I joined the greenhouse because prior to that. Clubs generally didn't have their own forums. Yep. There was the League Unlimited forums. Oh, Do you yes. remember that? Yeah, oh, and, and so the Canberraers had a page on the League Unlimited forums. I think some clubs still, their main forum page yep. is still under the umbrella of... of Tigers, Le- I think. Yes, yeah, so there's a couple of them. Are, but, uh, but anyway, the League Unlimited forums, there was this one guy, I can't remember his name, was Bay something, and he was an absolute freaking nightmare and just dominated every conversation and just drove everyone mad. And then one day I was on there and someone said... If you want to get away from this guy and sign up for the greenhouse, because they've actually banned him from becoming a member. So, yeah, I made the switch and I never looked back. No, no. no. And look, I've always found the engagement really good. And uh, particularly like on Monday night when they do the question and answer segments, um, which are really on point. And um, as opposed to certain people on Blake and the Pork, no names being mentioned, um, G is not afraid to take a stand on, on certain issues, um, you know, and actually put his neck out on lines and, you know, occasionally break ranks because that's the, that's the nature of the man. But that's why he's, uh, this week's listener of the week. And I believe now joins the club of two time, uh, listener of the week too. Yeah. I think, I think that's a guy and a very good one. Reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. Part three. One, two, three. There are reasons to be cheerful. Uh, Aside from the resigning... News. Yeah, the reason that's a reason, that's a reason, reason to, be, to be cheerful. To be cheerful. Um, um, Jerry Croker returning yep. to some is a reason to be cheerful. Definitely a reason to be cheerful. It's a reason to be cheerful. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Hopefully, the goal kicking will improve because oh. Sammy Williams. I mean, he's he's done a job. He's done like a most job. things. He's done. He's Mate, done a job. He gives his bloody all, Sammy Williams. <laughs> he's sh- he's, look, sh- he's shaking really... you over. Um, it's a it's a personal matter for me. Like. There isn't. A, there are some nice people at our club. Like and and look. Okay, there's no one better, obviously, than Saint C. Soliola. Um He's such a good bloke. Like Alan Tung, you suspect that one day they're going to find someone chained up in his thing, and they're going to say, "Oh, I never would have suspected him. He was so nice." Because, like, he makes you want to. So be that a happened with Alan Tung. Well, it hasn't been proved yet, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> tongue in cheek people. That's a joke. Um, but Sammy Williams has to be, and it's not just nice because he's you know. He's just a genuinely good human. Yeah. You know, but our Jared Croker also goes into that. He's that same. Well, they're very good mates, aren't they? I've yeah. always, I've always <laughs> see those two. When they you see them out about, I always see them together. Yeah. But they're good men, you yeah. know, and that and that's the thing. And having good men around the club is never a bad thing. So, yeah, I know Sammy passed the ball into Corey Hutter-Widenaida's head the other day. <laughs> Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. But I know he did that. But you know what? No one would be beating themselves up harder about that than Sammy. And, and he's just been an ornament. And so his 100th game, you know, that's a great reason to celebrate. Jordan Rapper. Do you have any actual reasons to be cheerful? Do I? Uh, we had a bye and we got no injuries and nothing went wrong. No that's one, it. No one got arrested. That's, that's how far we've sunk. No one that got arrested. In fact, no, one's, no one got pepper sprayed or tased. Pulled out of the race for Matt Dufty. I was a fan of that. Yeah. Didn't sign up... Uh, uh, Sean Johnson, fan of that. Um, I don't think we should be celebrating not signing people. Uh, my biggest concern is, I mean, I realise that, you know, as less options, a bit like the nightclub at three or four in the morning, as mm. as there are less options available, the situation becomes more desperate. Yeah, that's my key but, time. That's my, that's my moment to shine, Blake. What are you getting at? 
Uh, it's I a think, longevity thing. You've got to stick. I don't think we should assign <laughs> someone purely out of desperation. No, but at the same time, look, we are potentially left with money and no one to spend it on. Look, here is my reason to be cheerful, right? Here's a really big reason to be cheerful. You know who's going to have a big game this weekend? And, and completely, David Feeder. And completely brush away all my fears about us losing in this match. The person who's going to have a big match is young Joe Tarpanay. This weekend, he's coming up and he's going to remind us all exactly why he's one of our top 13 players and one of our team leaders. And he's going to show everybody exactly what he's got. What are you basing this on? He's going to... I just got a vibe. It, it's it, Joe Tarpanay's time to shine. It's the moment where Joe says, you know what, stuff this. I'm taking, I'm taking this, I'm grasping this nettle, and I am going to go forward like a bull. And, and it's going to lead everyone forward, and the team will rise around, and the season will resurrect. And that is my reason to be cheerful. would be nice. It would be. Blake Stradamus. Blake Stradamus. You got nothing. You got nothing. No. You're Blake Stradamus, you got nothing. Well, that, that's quite pathetic, isn't it? I don't, I don't see a future. You don't see it. I see nothing in the future. <laughs> Very good. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I, I do worry about our future, though. I, I do. do worry about our future. because Of the podcast or the team? No, specifically the team. I worry about the future of the podcast, <laughs> the podcast too. The podcast will go on one way or another. Um, the future of the team, if you do actually look at... The, and this comes back to the recruitment question. If you do actually look at the other teams around us, fellow cellar dwellers... Mm. Just about every team, you look at them and you think, next year they've signed someone that's going to make their team better. They've done some proactive, positive recruitment. I mean, the Bulldogs have got Burton and Fox coming. Mm. Broncos. They've got... Uh, yeah, but both those sides have nowhere to go but up. Yeah. And where are we going to go down? I, I think I think we get a bit of freaking luck. <laughs> Just a luck every now and then. Just a little bit of those. That one where we got a call. Was it we're the just the bounce of a ball and that's the luck away of winning. Fuck, we were. <laughs> we absolutely were. In a match when you lose by two points, that's exactly what it is. The Dragons, I don't think, have signed anyone, have they? I don't know. Nah, they haven't signed anyone. They, they, I think they've got their eyes on Izaka. But, it, but that's the point. Look, it doesn't matter. They're getting rid of Corey Norman and that's their reason to be cheerful. Yeah, that is. <laughs> and, and we're not picking him up, which is our reason to be cheerful. And so, and I think that is a good reason. And we're not picking up Anthony Milford. And we're not picking up Josh Dugan. And we're not picking up Blake, well, Blake Ferguson. Yeah. These are all great reasons to be cheerful, you know. But look, the Panthers didn't Where's pick Tigers? up anyone. They didn't pick anyone, up they? anyone. And you look at all no, the stuff. No, but that's the thing. That, and this, this is the thing, that the lesson really you learn from the Panthers. And obviously, this is the road we have to go down. Yeah, it is. Is development. And, and that's what they are. And you look at Xavier Savage. You look at Trey Mooney. You look at um, uh, Harley Smith-Shields, Matt Tomoko, Sebastian Chris. There are these kids, and you know Hudson Young is still there. He's going to come. You know, there's these kids that are there, and if we persevere with them and we have faith, they're going to be great. Josh Hudson's going to be here next year. You know, we're going to have. I'm still the, not convinced. Yeah, I got good mail. Really? Yeah. From who? Don't reveal my sources. But you expect me to reveal my source in the public because then they're never a source again. They're never a source again. That's it's a journalistic. This isn't thing. public. This is a private conversation. Oh, it's a private conversation in front of a, a thing that we're going to actually put out. Yeah, only about three hundred fifty, four hundred people are going to listen. Yeah, it still makes us number three, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we're number three. We're number three. Oh, anyway, I have good mark. So coming up, we have the Seagulls match away. Now that's on Thursday, eighth of July. Now check with Benny Pollock, the uh, the Raiders uh, media manager, and you all know him, of course, from the uh, Raiders podcast behind the limelight. Absolutely Did fantastic. Did he say he's replying your messages again? Yeah, he never stopped. No, he's just stopped swearing at me. Oh. I thought he didn't like you. No, he doesn't at all. 
follow him, I wouldn't like that either. Um, but, um, and he basically said, look, the chance are we're going to fly in and out of Sydney. And, not and on the bus. There's going to be a bus element, but we're going to fly in and out and then it's not going to be a bus trip, no. Get a bus from the... Because it's a long the, way from, from the, the airport. airport to Brookvale. Um, yeah, that's right. It absolutely is. And that's why they don't travel. Do you know it's not called Lotto Land anymore? No, it's Four Pines, which is very appropriate when you think about the drunken idiots you see in that place. I don't um, think they're drinking Four Pines. Four Pines is a good beer. Yeah, he says it looks like we're flying in our Sydney char- uh, Sydney charter with a bus. Like, um, get that. Stop reading my stinking messages. Hey, yeah. what, what? Uh, Just no. one sec. Uh, okay, and if you want to get in touch with Ben Pollock... Don't you dare... No, 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 Send him a message, people. Don't do that. Don't do that. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bus to and back from the airport in Bricky. And it could change, but that's the most likely scenario. GAA Stadium is on standby for that. Really? It is on standby for that, but... Um, don't expect it. Expect that they're going to stay up there as long as everyone's following the Apollo protocols, which is what we're looking for. And then, after that match on, we'll be at home with the Sharks on the 17th of July at 3pm, a day match against the Sharks. So, anyway, you have been listening to the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet, Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. Um, I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And we'll talk to you again soon. Blake and the Pork. Oh!